0: Amen. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus tonight, we just come before you tonight. The one who is able, there is nothing too hard for thee. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of prayer to come into this place and to believe, God, to pray and to lift up your name, to give you thanks, to praise your wonderful name. But, oh God, tonight we do ask again, Lord, for all these great needs that are presented. Specifically, we mention. Tonight, before your throne of grace, we ask for our sister Jude Gray. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Lord, that you would intervene in this life, O God. Lord, you're above all things. Lord, you're above everything and above all things. And so, God, tonight we pray, Lord, that you, Lord, it is nothing for in a moment, for you to touch that body. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would stretch forth your hand, Lord, and you would touch her, Lord. Lord, we pray you'd strengthen Brother Andy. Lord, that you be with him. Lord, he would know of a great peace in your grace, Lord, to sustain him at this time, Lord. We just ask, Lord, even as we do come to prayer tonight, oh God, we thank you, Lord, that the saints can pray. And we thank you, Lord, that we can touch heaven tonight, Lord. Lord, we think often of that wedding, that Wednesday night prayer meeting. Oh God, Lord, we're prayer-bent up for our brother Stephen. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the sense of your presence. But Lord, we know that night that heaven was touched, Lord, and the glory came down, Lord. And Lord, your healing power. Lord, was manifested in a life to your glory, to your honor. No, oh, Father, we pray for such a meeting tonight, Lord. Lord, that we'd touch heaven, Lord. Lord, that we'd pray through, Lord. Oh, God, tonight we pray, take away any fear or even... Lord, our own unbelief, Lord, our, our lethargy, Lord, our apathy, Lord, our weariness, Lord. We just pray, O God, tonight, Lord, the people of the Lord have a right to shout and sing. Lord, tonight we pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us, Lord, in the place of prayer. Lord, quicken your word, these few words tonight, to our hearts. Lord, we pray for faith in our lives Lord, we pray that you would encourage us, anoint us tonight, Lord. Lord, both to preach and to hear your word. And we'd be careful to give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Joshua chapter 3, if you have your Bibles tonight. Joshua chapter 3. We're going to read from verse 9. Joshua chapter 3 and verse 9 through to verse 17. And last week we were looking at that faith, that unfeigned faith, and the stirring up of the gift And this week, just I want to speak for a few moments, just in that word that would encourage us through faith to stir up the gifts of God that have been given to us. But also tonight, then faith requires action, that there's an action on what we believe. So Joshua chapter three and verse nine. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hevites and the Pezzarites and the Gerzeshites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passes over before you in the Jordan. Now therefore take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man, and it shall come to pass as soon as the souls of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as they that bear the Ark were come unto Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the Ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for the Jordan overfloweth all his banks at the time of the harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city Adam that is beside Zeratim, and those that came down toward the Sea of the Plain, even the Salt Sea, field, and were cut off. And the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. And all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. And we know the Lord will bless the reading of his word. Again, just remembering last Wednesday night, we were looking at that unfeigned faith and that stirring up of the gift of God that is within every one of us that's in this room who is saved. And you know, for that gift, you know, the gifts of God, the diversity of ministries that God has placed within the body for the perfecting of the saints, for the edifying of the body, we're looking for that fresh stirring amongst God's people, that stirring of our faith, that stirring of that gift and that action that is required in faith for those gifts that to function and to operate. And I just want to really very simply, I believe it's awful, Lord, just to encourage every one of us, everyone that's saved in this room tonight, that you're a vital part of the body of Christ. You're not just an add-on. You're fitly joined into the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're a vital part of that assembly and that body. You have something that this body needs when you're not here, when you're not functioning, or even if you're here and not functioning as God would require of us, then the body is lacking what you have to offer it. So it's so important that That we realize tonight that everyone that is saved in this room, regardless of your age, regardless of whether that be male or female, young or old. But you are a vital part of that body in order for the body to function, to be edified, to be strengthened. You might have a prayer. You might have a psalm. You might have a hymn you want to read out. You might have a testimony. You might have something that God has put upon your heart And someone else in this room needs to hear that to encourage them in their faith because we all need to be encouraged. Isn't that right? Every one of us need that encouragement in the faith in these days. So I want to share just a little bit about encouraging you and acting out that faith. There has to be an action to that faith and I want to bring you to some scriptures to show you why it's important that it's not just enough that we believe it in a sense theologically or that we have a mental appreciation of it or we say that that's what we believe but there has to be an action to our faith it's not just enough to say something but actually to act on what we actually believe and you'll find that this is the faith of the bible men And women and young people and children would act on on the faith that they had in their hearts. May not have been a lot of faith, but the faith that they had was enough for them to act on that faith. So, Mark chapter two again is familiar scriptures to us that we'll look at tonight. But I just want to encourage I want to encourage people to, to to act on their faith to make a step and perhaps for some, it's something that you've never done before. You've never stepped out from the realm that you're in. But I do want to encourage us tonight to do this. I think it's vital in these days. Mark chapter 2, again, a familiar reading here in this assembly. But Mark 2 verse 1, And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway, Many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. Now we see here a packed house because the attraction in that house was Jesus Christ. That's the attraction. That's why we are here tonight. We're here because of Jesus. Would you say amen? That's why we're here in this place, because we love Jesus Christ. That is why we're here. That's why what this is all about and all things that he would have the preeminence then it says something very important and he preached the word unto them the word was central to that meeting as they gathered together God's word is central in these days man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God and so this is our food this is our spiritual sustenance if we want to grow, if we want to, to become strong in the Lord and the power of his might, that happens by us reading God's word. Not only that, but faith comes, we know, by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So hear the Lord. The house is full. People have crushed in. There was no room for anyone else. And the Lord preaches the precious truth unto them. Now here we see it in verse 3, And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. So we find men here with someone who was sick, but they knew in their hearts, that they must get that sick person to the feet of Jesus Christ. They must bring that sick person right to the feet of Jesus. They were so desperate that their faith, they'd heard the word, they knew that Jesus was there, but their faith was going to have an action. They took the roof clean off and they began to lower this man who was sick on this bed right down to the very feet of Jesus. Now verse 5 says this, when Jesus saw their faith. Now I want to encourage you. You know faith can be seen. Do you understand that faith can be seen? There's an action to our faith. It's not just enough to say I have faith. I believe That God's given me faith that I believe in Jesus. We do. We believe he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He does not change. He's still a miracle-working God today. He's still on the throne, praise God. All power belongs to him. But we have a faith that believes in this Christ that is able to do anything. And so these men here, their faith caused them actually to act. And when Jesus saw their faith, He said unto the sick of the palsy, son, thy sins be forgiven. Now we know there's an interchange here between Jesus and the Pharisees who were questioning the Lord's authority on forgiven sins. But thank God he's able to forgive sins tonight. But here in verse 11, we see the result of the act of faith. Jesus turns around and says, I say unto thee, arise. Take up thy bed, go thy way into thine house. And immediately what happened? He arose, took up the bed, went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw it on this fashion. Friends, what we see here is an act. There was an action to the faith. Man believed that if we could get this sick person that we love dearly to the feet of Jesus, we know that Jesus is able to heal him. They just didn't sit in their home and say, I believe Jesus can do it. But there was an actual action to their faith. We see it again throughout the scriptures. If, if we turn back to Genesis chapter 22, these are simple scriptures, well-known But we find in these men and women of God throughout the Scripture that they acted, their faith had an action to it. Genesis chapter 22. Now we see Abraham is taking the son of promise, that's Isaac, right up to that mountain to sacrifice that lad as the Lord had instructed him on that altar. And it was the faith and action of Abraham that God would bring one of the, wonderful revelations in the Old Testament of Christ as our sacrificial lamb dying in our stead on the cross in Genesis 22 we see that Abraham's faith caused him to act he brings the boy right to that mountain to the place of worship lays out Isaac here it says in verse 12 lays out Isaac upon that altar And here we see suddenly at that point as I, as Abraham stands with that knife in his hand, ready to take and sacrifice his own son. Then at that point we see here the scripture says, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing God seen something in Abraham. He seen something with the men. Four men with that sick person. He's seen in the heart of Abraham that Abraham's faith wasn't something that he just spoke of. It wasn't just a positive confession, but it was something of an action in his life. His faith had feet. In other words, he was going to act on what God had instructed him to do. He believed God. And here we see seeing thou has not withheld thine son, thine only son from me. And then the revelation came. Abraham lifted up his eyes. He looked and behold, there's a ram in the thicket by the thorns. And Abraham went, took the ram, offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. What a revelation this is because Christ died in our stead That was the revelation that Abraham had at that moment, but it it only came when there was an action to his faith, when he actually stepped out. When the revelation came, it was because Abraham was willing to take a step of faith. And this is what I'm wanting to encourage you with, with these scriptures tonight, because, you know, we're blessed, and I really mean this tonight, we're blessed in our fellowship here because I know that, where many of us are from different backgrounds as far as uh, church backgrounds or traditional backgrounds. And that's a blessing to come together just as the body of Christ and to meet together as the blood-bought and to meet in the name of Jesus. And so it might be different for some as it is the others as experiencing stepping out or praying out or the things of the Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit or the baptism in the Holy Ghost and the fullness of God. And so some might feel a little bit more reserved because of that. But I want to encourage you tonight that there's so much more in God for us all. Nobody has arrived at this. But what we're looking to do as a body is to move together into a deeper place, into the things of the Spirit, to allow God to move. And I want to encourage everyone in that. I don't want us to be just one section doing this and the other section not doing this, you know. It's not a key of, of do this or do that. It's just a case of together and faith in our hearts to take a step together because you have something to offer this body. There's something that I need to hear from you, and there's something that you may need to hear from someone else in this room, but it is faith in action as we step into that that the revelation of the things of the Spirit will come. And I believe the reason why you're here is because, number one, you love Jesus, but number two, you want more of Him. Is that why we're here tonight? We want more of the Lord. So now we see faith in the heart, the action of faith, and now we see that God is dealing with that life. And so we go into this area tonight of taking a step. And that's what I want to encourage you with is to take a step of faith. Now some, that might seem like a very fearful thing. Some might feel, that I, you know, I'm not in a position. I'm not in a good place. I'm not in a right place. I don't know, but, or some might feel that I could never do that. I could never pray out. I could never sing out. I could never share a scripture. But I want to tell you, it will bless the body, but most of all, it will glorify the Lord. And so I want to encourage you. I want you to hear me tonight. It might be because of the years of experience of some of the people here, that they move in the spirit and they haven't got that fear because there's God has given them a boldness to step out and to pray and to sing and to, and to minister and to pray one for another. But friends, truly tonight, it's just, if you can hear my heart, I want the whole body to enter into this. And I believe all of us want that too. Now we all move in together. Sometimes the act of faith is not physical, but the act of faith is discerned in the spirit. Now I want to show you this in the scriptures. There's a discernment that there's faith to believe God. In Acts chapter 14 and verse 8, you see here there's a discernment, there's a discerning of faith, that there's a faith in the house. Acts chapter 14 and verse 8. says these words, Acts 14 and verse 8. And there was a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak. Now, you remember back in Mark chapter 2, Christ preached the word to them. So here we see Paul, the apostle, is following in the master's footsteps. He is preaching, he is speaking the word of God. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by God's word. So as Paul was speaking, who steadfastly beholding him, perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Here we see there's a perception of faith. Faith arises. in in our hearts, to believe God, there's a sense, there's a spiritual understanding that there's faith in the heart, that there's faith amongst the people to move together in the spirit, into the things of God. And so when we perceive that faith is there, then the body of Christ can move together because the whole primary purpose of that is that the head is glorified when the gifts and when the things of the Spirit are operating, ultimately the body is edified. There's the perfecting of the saints. But one thing happens more than anything else what we're here for. Jesus Christ is glorified. And that's what we want to see. So here we see there's a perception in this man to be to be healed. And, and verse 10 says this, And Paul said with a loud voice, whether there's COVID-19 or there's not, but Paul was going to say with a loud voice, stand upright upon thy feet. And suddenly what happens? The man leaped and he began to walk because in that life, that man had a faith in his heart to believe that that moment as G, as Paul was there, that he was able to be touched by the power of God and to be raised up upon his feet. So there was a discerning This man hadn't feet to walk, but in his heart he believed. And Paul was able to discern that there was a faith there to believe God. And for this man, he received his healing. Now, I want to ask you tonight, friends, can we perceive in this meeting that there's a faith in our hearts for us to step into what God has for us? To go deeper with the Lord. Is there a desire within our hearts? That's what I'm asking. Is there a desire within us that we want more of God? That we want the fullness of the Spirit? That we want to be filled with the with the power of the Holy Ghost? That we want to minister into the body of Christ? That we want to be vessels for His honor and for His glory? Then there's the perception of faith. But then there has to be an act in that. The principle is the action of faith. You know, I'll share and I'm sure she'll testify on Sunday morning and I don't want to steal too much from it. But, you know, on Sunday morning, there was a lady here and and she was in this congregation at the end of the meeting. She was in tears because of the ailment that she's had in her shoulders for nearly 20 years. She's sharing with me today as I visited with her for 20 years. She's had a pain right across her back, right across her shoulders. She says she knew that God had said to her, you call for the elders of the church according to the word of God. They'll pray with you. Stephen was asked. Stephen came and we went down. Brent came as well. We anointed her with oil. Sister Sue prayed the prayer of faith. Well, from Sunday, she's experienced no pain and she's had that pain for 20 years. What I'm saying, and to God be the glory. What that was, wasn't because the elders were great. It wasn't because there's anything in the oil. It's simply because we obeyed or she obeyed the word of God. And we prayed the prayer of faith. And she's rejoicing that she's pain free in her shoulders. Listen, after 20 years. What I'm saying is there was a perception in her heart that Sunday morning was her moment to get the elders to pray for her, to believe God for her healing. She made the step. She could have said, like so often happens so many times with so many people, you know, I should have said something. Anyone ever, I should have prayed something. Anyone ever been there? I should have read a scripture. Have you ever been there? It was a moment that I should have testified and we didn't do it and we've gone out. Friends, what's happened at that moment is that action of faith. Fear has caused us to pull back. And so what has happened at that moment is not that God is finished with us in any way. But at that moment, we must learn just at that moment to take that simple step and to believe God together and to step into what God has for us. And then that's when God undertakes and God moves. Because without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. The, the whole aspect of this is simply a faith with action. In other words, I want to encourage you. You know, as blessed last Wednesday night when I heard some of those voices being raised to pray that we normally don't hear. It's not because I'm not blessed with those who normally do pray, I am. But isn't it a blessing when you hear just that voice that comes? It might be weak, it might be frail, it might be trembling, but just to stand to their feet and start to pray to God, isn't that a blessing? And I want to encourage you, you see, because of fear, there's a fear that comes for so many. You know, we might be used to it. I was Thinking and, and sharing the other day, years ago, I still remember this, when I was a, a, a wee fella going to church, torturing the life out of my parents, not sitting on my seat, running about the house, everything else. But you know what I remember? There used to be something that happened in meetings years ago. It doesn't really happen now. But you know what it was? It was known as a time of free praise and worship. It was an awesome thing. There was, it wasn't like there was a worship leader It wasn't like even there was musicians, but there was. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then after a song was sang, there was something happened. It was the spirit of the Lord took over the congregation. Do you know what happened then? People began to sing. They weren't singing the words on the screen. They were singing the song that was in their heart And, and they kept largely, it was like, As a kid, I still remember it clearly. And then there was a time where there was a sense of free worship and praise and people would sing in the spirit and they would sing in the understanding and they would worship the Lord. And for a moment as a kid, no, that had been an impression upon me that I remember clearly being brought to church all those years ago. Friends, that's not a A Pentecostal thing. That's just a heart that's free and wants to worship the Lord. And I want to encourage you. You might say, I could never, what? I've never been in anything like that. That's just so alien to me. But I want to encourage you tonight. You know, I want to encourage our, our musicians. I want to encourage our worship leaders. Let's not be afraid just to allow the Spirit of God to move and to take over in the time of praise and the time of worship. That songs begin to be sang. That people begin to harmonize in the Spirit. I will sing in the Spirit and I will sing in the understanding. I will pray in the Spirit. I will pray in the understanding. We want to be able to move. This isn't crazy stuff, friends. This is what heaven's going to be like. This is what it's going to be. We're going to be in heaven. We're going to be worshiping the Lord forever. We're going to be free in our spirits. We're going to adore the Lamb forever. I tell you, friends, what is it going to be like when there's 10,000 times 10,000 angels and then there's the billions or millions and billions of believers around the throne and we're all lifting our hands to heaven and we're caught up in the spirit and we're worshiping the Lamb forever. Do you not want a bit of it now? You don't have to wait to heaven. We can move in the spirit even tonight, and so we're caught up in these things. You know what happens at that time? The spirit of the Lord begins to move. What does the scripture say? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's what happens. Things and lives. You know, there may never need to be a man that comes and lay a hand on you to pray for you, but the spirit of God begins to move in a heart and breaks bondages. Breaks fears, breaks strongholds in a life. Why? Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, what is their liberty? Is that what we desire? To move into the fullness of the Spirit of God? And so the great concern today is that so many gifts and so many things and ministries don't function anymore. But friends, it just requires an act of faith. Just to move into the things that God has for us. And that's what this story is. You're probably saying, when are we getting to Joshua chapter 3? I'm getting there just right now for a couple of moments. But that's what happened here. Take out 12 men, one from each tribe, notable men, men, leadership men, or whatever they were, I don't know, but men that were perceived to be perhaps leaders from each tribe. And you gather up that ark, but the miracle never happened until they stepped in. It never happened until they stepped in. And so all day we can talk about the victory ahead of us, but friends, God doesn't want to give us a victory ahead of us. He wants to give us the victory tonight because the victory's already won. He wants his people to step in. And I'm asking you, I suppose it's a challenge, but it's I hope it's coming across in a soft way because I want to encourage you to step into what God has for you. Are you willing to take a step of faith tonight? Is there an action to your faith? You might have all the fears, all the, all, all the reservations, all the things of even tradition or I'm not used to this. I don't know what will happen. Listen, I want to tell you you have nothing to fear in Jesus. It's just a step into what God has for you to open your mouth. You know where it's to begin? Just open your mouth. Say, God, I just thank you for saving me. Are you glad you're saved? And so we see these men, as they step in that act of faith, and so I want to encourage you tonight, the miracle never happens until we take the step. God doesn't want you to be a seat warmer, a pew warmer, whatever you want to talk about it. God doesn't want us to come and sit and rot in a pew. God wants our worship. He wants our praise. He wants our prayer. And the body needs it, friends, tonight. There has to be an act of our faith. There has to be an act of obedience to the things of God. God delights when he hears his children thank him, to praise him and to move in the things of the Spirit. You know, I'd never bring, when our boys were small, I'd have never brought them to the carriageway, held them by the hand and all the cars flying past and says, On you go. Make it by yourself. Who would do that? But when you take them there, you would take them by the hand and you would say, Let's go together. And you take them across to take away any sense of fear. And I encourage, I suppose I've been trying to encourage those that don't normally pray out, but I want to actually challenge our older ones, those that are mature in the faith, and thank God for those that do pray. But listen, friends, tonight, we can't sit back and say, Hopefully they'll make it someday. Let's create a place where together we move and encourage them. These 12 men stepped in and because they stepped in, everybody else could enjoy the miracle and get over into the victory. Do you understand what I'm saying? When people actually step in, doesn't matter what anyone thinks, but when they step in, and they encourage others to step in as well. Then God moves and everyone can get into the miracle, into the, into the rivers of living water. And that's what we're here for tonight, to pray, to believe God, to encourage one another. And I encourage you tonight. That's the best way I can do it. Your faith requires an action. You have been given faith because the Bible tells me that you've been given a measure. And what you're going to do with that measure is important. I encourage you tonight, would you pray? If you have a scripture tonight, would you read it? If you have a song, you can stand to your feet. while I can't sing. I'm going to tell you something. It's not about the key. and It's not about what it sounds like. What's important is it's from your heart. And just worship the Lord together and let's believe God together. If you're here tonight and you know you've been seeking the Lord to be filled with the Holy Spirit, I want to tell you, keep seeking the Lord to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Step out into that. Don't try to make anything up. But you know, I often see it. People seeking the Lord to be filled. But you can't seek the Lord with your head down, your arms folded, being petrified to move. I tell you the best way to come, just lift your hands and begin to thank him, begin to praise him. When you open your mouth, he'll fill it. That's what the Bible says. Out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living. Don't try to copy anybody or anything. But if you just come, begin to love the Lord and begin to praise and begin to thank him. Forget about everybody else and lift your hands to heaven. And as you begin to praise him, I'm going to tell you something. See when you feel that river coming, it'll come. But just let it go. Don't let fear hold you back or what people think. But I tell you, friends, We've got to take that step. There has to be an action to the faith. And that action is to step into what God has for us. I want to encourage you to do that tonight. To believe God together. Amen. Let's stand together. we we'll just pray for a moment. Then we'll go into prayer and just praise the Lord together tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just pray, Lord, I... Lord, I just pray tonight, Lord, Lord, I've attempted to convey what I believe you've put in my heart. Lord, I just pray tonight, Lord, whether the words come out in whatever form they come out in, stammering through or whatever, but I pray by the power of your spirit you take, Lord, your word and, Lord, the hearts that you're speaking to tonight, Lord, Lord, that a faith, Lord, and that heart through your word would come. But Lord, a boldness, Lord, to step out, Lord, and everything that you have for us as a people. Oh God, I pray, Lord, that this house should be so full, Lord, of your presence. Lord, it would be a place, Lord, that you would inhabit because there's a a great sense of praise and adoration and love. And Lord, hearts that are free in the spirit to worship you and to glorify your great name. Lord, and Lord, we've sat in many meetings over years. And in the praise time, people have been healed. In the praise time, people have been delivered. Lord, in the worship time, Lord, bondages have been broken. People have been saved, Lord. We've been sitting in meetings, Lord, where your spirit has come down because there's a a liberty in the spirit. And, oh God, you're able, Lord. We don't want to limit you, Lord, to our tradition, Lord, whether it's a Pentecostal tradition or, or whatever tradition it is, Lord. We just want you to move by your power tonight. Lord. Oh God, we pray, Lord, like the we the we song says, set my spirit free that I will worship you, Lord. Let all bondage go and let deliverance flow. Oh God, tonight would you touch every life, Lord. Would you anoint each and every one of us tonight to pray, Lord. How we need every every part to be functioning tonight, Lord. So God, we pray that you would fill us afresh with your power, Lord. As we come to pray tonight, Lord. The great needs that are presented. Lord, may we step out by faith tonight. And believe God for great things in these days, oh God. Lord, we give you all the glory and all the praise. Jesus' name, amen.